Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John, back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I am so excited for tonight. How are you is my real question. I am very excited. We have some affiliate owners on with us. We have the uh, brand new ownership team of Chagrin Falls CrossFit with the founder, Jen Fishko. Jen, how are you? I'm well. And her new partner, Dr. Tom McCoy, that we've had on before. Tom, how are you? Outstanding. Very happy to be here. And for some that don't know, their third uh, owner, myself. OMG, it's real life. This is real life, John. You are an affiliate owner now. It feels like real life. It feels like scary life right now. But, you know, that is what it is, you know. Uh, I was joking with Jen, and, uh, you know, Jen and Tom and I have been working on this for a number of weeks now and been keeping it under wraps as much as best we could. But on like literally the first day, uh, I <laughs> wired over money to Jen, like literally sent her cash. And she texted me, she's like, well, the bathroom's backed up. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, it's real now. <laughs> Man. Come in, fix it, yo. Yeah, come punch the toilets. Yep. You know. True story. True story. Yeah. Yes. Welcome Found to the me carrying oodles of toilet paper, like restocking the bathrooms, because that is, in fact, like the definition of owning an affiliate. I'm just kidding. Totally. <laughs> totally. Well, shitty crossfitters. What do you want? Literally. <laughs> um, I am made of questions, as I'm sure all of our listeners are. So I want to start with Jen. I would love to learn a little bit more about the history of Chagrin Falls CrossFit, when you open, what it's been like running your affiliate for a while, and then and then we can get into these new guys and how they're yeah, going to come. Yeah, absolutely. And of game. course, the heat just kicked on because we're in a warehouse. So I don't know if you can hear that because I can literally go run and shut it off if it's not. No, I think that's good. Right. We can still hear you. All right. Um, yeah, you can. So uh, December 2nd will be the official eighth year, um, celebrating eight years as an affiliate. So HQ handed down the affiliate licensing on December 2nd, 2014. Um, and then we held our first classes in January of 2015. So it's an interesting type of like full circle anniversary celebration here. Um, like, you know, transition eras and, and the whole like kit and caboodle. But, um, I don't think that eight years ago, I would have thought that where an affiliate could be today is where we are able to stand. And that's pretty cool. And I think both John and Tom will speak to that, um, you know, when we kind of like pass the mic around or whatever. But, um, you know, we started OG style, like, uh, you know, rusty barbells and garage gyms. And, you know, there was something that said that there's a way to impact your community on a bigger level. And so it felt scary at the time, but it was like, let's go, let's open up and see what happens. So, so cool. And so what is it like now? You, you're obviously, you're in a warehouse, like how many folks do you have? What is your class schedule like? Yeah. So the space right now is about 6,000 square feet. We, Dang. yeah, it's, it's a good size. That's fun. We can pack them in here. Um, 150, 160 members on average, you know, you, you tick up a few, you come down a few, it's kind of, you know, the little ebb and flow of, of membership there. Um, and then we run seven classes a day, sometimes more than that, um, Monday through Saturday. And then we're open on Sundays as well for open gym. So as early as 5am and that happens to be the biggest class, like you have to beat down the door and get your spot here. It's like 20 plus people at 5am. It's crazy. No, 
just so I much know, I more. Don't, I, don't, I, can't. I don't understand. I don't understand it, but yes, it's a busy class. And so, Jen, do you handle uh, like do you program for the gym and do yeah, all that? Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, handle the programming um, and all of the things on a day to day operation standpoint. It is my full time job. It's been my full time job since I opened. Um, so it's where I spend any any free time that I have that I want to. Um, and I have, uh, I see clients, personal clients, and I work with Tom with, uh, to be human and we do some stuff on the side as well, but this is my gig. Cool. And so now the team has expanded and you guys, the two of you are coming in to sort of like lend different types of expertise to the management group, right? So what are the roles now for you, John and Tom, as you, as you move into this new ownership role? Sorry, I got all choked up. Uh, well, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just here for the sarcasm. I, there's no real fair. role for me. No real role. Totally fair. No, I, I think we all uh, bring kind of, uh, I don't know, different areas of expertise. I mean, you know, on my end, I've been managing di- large, diverse teams for two decades now. You know, I mean, I've, I don't think I've managed a team less than 100 people in, in almost 20 years. And, you know, ranging all different ages and backgrounds and you name it. And, you know, and obviously in a finance background, but it's still managing people, you know, dealing with their lives and, and trying to help them reach their goals and their dreams. So in some ways it's very, very similar, you know, obviously a gym is different, but for the last decade I've been living in our gyms. So I, you know, I feel like I have a real good sense of what our community is like. Um, and I'm excited to engage on that aspect of it. I think my strengths are clearly, um, you know, community networking, partnerships, um, you know, charitable organizations, uh, you know, social media, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of all that, you know, that, that part of it. Um, but I will tell you right up front, I plan to be very active and, and engaged. I mean, I've said from the very beginning, someone asked me one time if I would ever invest in a gym for passive income. I'm like, there's no passive income in a CrossFit gym, like not a well, penny. You know, like none, you have to, it's all sweat equity, every bit of mm-hmm. it. And if you're going to own one, you have to, you know, be willing to do that work and to be part of it and, and to be the person that sometimes you got to, you know, get up at four in the morning and drive in and open that place up and, and uh, you got to be willing to plunge the toilets and, yeah. and wash the floor. Cause and, you love it. Yeah. And do that sort of thing, you know? So I, you know, I plan to, you know, lean in on my strengths to, to help, grow the business, you know, my personal plan is to be involved as much as possible to help us all, you know, and and that's where I'm really fortunate with these two because they have the kind of that same level of passion around helping people. And I think ultimately that's where it it all falls for us. And then, you know, let Tom speak to what he's good at. Usually I don't understand any of it anyway. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Dr. Tom, how are you going to be helping out? Um, I just love to cross with That's why I'm here. You know, I just, uh, I just want to work out. Yeah, you, um, just, you just wanted a key to come in and, and kind of like jam whenever you want to, huh? Yeah. He likes no. to walk around the shirt off. That's his main thing. <laughs> I, you know, I can't tell you how excited I am. I mean, this is really a, a culmination of years of, um, you know, passion projects and what was side gigs for me for a long time when I was, you know, working in the mainstream medical model. Uh, and now, you know, to be in a place where I can really, uh, walk the walk with my patients and our clients who we work with. And, you know, I, I 
try really hard to never ask anybody to do something that I either don't do or haven't tried myself um, and try to live by that motto. Uh, and it gives me a sense of satisfaction that, you know, I really was never able to get um, with the work that I was doing previously. Uh, so it's, it's a really exciting opportunity. So Tom, are you going to be like, like seeing patients and or have meeting clients like at the gym? Like is, is the gym going to be like kind of a little mini clinic for you? Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it already kind of is right. Cause you, you get sidebarred constantly, which is, I mean, it's community, right. And these are your family. And so, you know, those are really cool opportunities when you get to be a resource for people or a second or a third, or sometimes a first opinion uh, about Mm -hmm. things. But yeah, that's the idea, right. Is that, you know, I, I'll, I'll try to, to not go full manifesto with, with you. Yeah, here, right? I love it. I love it. It's, you know, one in, you know, eight Americans right now are, are metabolically healthy, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the majority of us have, you know, either insulin resistance issues or metabolic syndrome or prediabetes or cardiovascular disease, um, you know, hypertension, you name it, the list goes on and on, Right. And when you go in to see your physician, you know, what typically happens, the first line recommendation is, you know, you make lifestyle modifications, but what happens in reality, right? In reality, you get another appointment booked before you leave in three months because nothing ever happens. You come back and you get started on a pharmaceutical because we don't really do anything to help people identify and enact meaningful lifestyle change, right? Right. most people don't know where to start. They don't know how to sift through everything that they hear online or see in advertisements. Um, and so we're not setting them up for success, right? right? And for better or worse, the system is incentivized now um, to make more money the sicker you are uh, mm-hmm. in many ways, right? And so we have our priorities completely upside down. Um, and as a, a good friend of ours, Dale King likes to say, you know, nobody's coming. Right. Like you have to take this on yourself and we have to be leaders in this regard. Uh, and so, you know, the opportunity to really put lifestyle modification where it belongs is the foundation of health and wellness um, with you know, my, our clients and patients is a golden opportunity. And I'm very excited about it. So cool. I love that so much. I won't sidebar on this too, too hard, but like, that's just a discussion that we have in my house 24 seven because uh, my husband is a pharmacist and he works in doc's offices directly with patients, uh, mainly diabetic patients, but you know, all sorts of patients who are on um, or potentially on medications that they're going to be on for a lifetime to manage, you know, all sorts of disease states like that. And his goal is constantly to counsel them on, on lifestyle, on health, on, on nutrition, on whatever, to get them off their pills, right? That's his, his overall goal 24 seven. Um, and it's just so rare that he finds a compliant patient or a patient willing to make the change and everyone just wants the meds. And he's like, that's like his whole job. His whole job is he's the pharmacist who hates medication, Right. And it's just, it's, it's tough. And I I feel for you because I know that you and many other people working in and around healthcare burnt out by trying to help people who don't want to help themselves. And so being in an environment like a CrossFit gym where people are already like halfway to motivated, you know what I mean? Or at least it's around them and they can see it. Or like you said, you're walking the walk, like you're there doing it too. It's extra motivation for them. I, I think that that 
can be very impactful. Yeah. I mean, CrossFit is medicine, right? I mean, that whether you're dealing with, you know, physical or emotional ailments or what have you, you can run the spectrum. Um, there is something in the methodology that you are going to benefit from, right? Yeah. And so it becomes, you know, a, an issue of exposure and, and bringing people, you know, into the setting so that they can become accustomed to it. And a lot of it, you know, I wouldn't be here spinning my wheels if I didn't know that it would work, right? And I've seen it change people's lives. I see it on a regular basis, you know, be able to get people off of their medications and completely change their worldview um, and how they experience the world and interact with their friends and family and how they yeah. see themselves. Um, and that's something that you just can't get in a typical seven to 10 minute visit with somebody in a sterile office. You know? Yeah, for sure. Well, I love this. I love this for you guys. Um, in that same regard, you know, we hear often that like, it's our job as a CrossFit coach or a CrossFit owner to provide somebody with the best hour of their day, um, which is 100% accurate and true. And everybody should always leave here having a positive experience or, or leaving coming or leaving better than they came in. But there's, there's still so many other components that, that build up to, um, exemplifying what they can do in an hour and other components of their life and other, you know, other things. And so when you take stock at it or you have conversations with your members and they don't really understand why they keep beating their heads against the wall and they're not seeing different changes in their life, then you start to have these deeper conversations and you unpack things like, you know, stress and sleep and nutrition and, um, you know, their accessibility to, you know, understanding the resources in their community to help facilitate different types of changes. And so, yeah, like there can be the best hour here, but like we have an opportunity to extend beyond just an hour, which mm -hmm. would, you know, just be great, which would be great. Yeah. We talk about that a lot at our coaches meetings at our gym where, you really need that. It's really what sets us apart, right? It's what sets the CrossFit community apart from walking into like a Globo gym or walking into even like a fitness class somewhere is that one-on-one -on -one connection with your coach where they oftentimes are really digging for the information in your life. Like we're, we're part-time coach, part-time therapist, right? And oftentimes they're unlocking lots of information about what's going on in their life that directly impacts their fitness, uh, how they perform in your class, their overall health and wellness, Tom, which is where you come in or their connection to the community overall, which is why John, I'm like floored at you being a part of this ownership team, because I just, it like, it is the, the most perfect place for you. Like you are like the meme Lord and you make us laugh and whatever, but there is this underlying importance that you drive home with every single thing that you do when it comes to the CrossFit community and what we're really here for and boots on the ground in the affiliates. Like that's the underlying message in absolutely everything that you do. And so having you as a part of this and having you as that, like that, like conduit, that like connection, that like, you know, the communicator in and around the gym, like it's going to bring more out of people where they like want to talk to you and they want to tell you their thoughts about their lives or their thoughts about the gym or, or I don't know, they want to like shit on some CrossFit athlete with you because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> like that's going to, that's, that's right. going to foster way more personal connection with you in this role. And I'm just like, it's, it's perfect for you. Like my mind is blown. It's perfect. Well, I'll, I've wanted to do this for a long time, yeah. if I'm being honest. Like I've um, I've thought about uh, owning a gym or you know being a part owner or whatever for years, and there's never been the right opportunity. 
and and you know bluntly there's you know there's a lot of risk in the crossfit space i mean i've totally. talked about this on the air quite a bit you know there's a significant number of gyms that close each and every year it's not you know the safest business on the planet and i you know i believe that the cream always rises to the top i mean you know so greg glassman said that that's his quote you know that you know the the fittest will survive for lack of a better term and this uh, Jim is really, really special. And, it, you know, I think what we have the capacity to do, or at least what I've seen in the last 90 days that I've been training there, if we can deliver that same experience to the everyday member, it'll be spectacular. And and I hope can set a benchmark for other gyms. And so I'll give you an example of what I mean by that. Like, you know, most people go into their, you know, every, most gyms I've seen, and I've been to some great gyms, and this isn't all of them, but I've seen a lot where you go in and you have your best hour of your day, as Jen said, and you have a nice community and you guys do stuff on the weekends and, and that's your experience. And that's not a bad experience. People are getting fitter, people are having fun, but there's quite a bit of turnover and you know, you're kind of your day to day is complaining about the workouts and going home. Hmm. Right. And it's still disposable income to many of those members. Sure. Right. It's just, it's a part of their life, but it's not as significant as it could be. In the 90 days I've been with these two, you know, keep in mind that, you know, Jen and Tom own a nutrition company, a, a wellness company uh, called To Be Human, and they've been coaching me for Wadapalooza. And it's been. Oh, and, these are your nutrition coaches? Yeah, they're too. my nutrition coaches too. And <gasps> they so gave talk- you abs, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're. Uh, maybe a solid four pack, but besides that, John um, has been bitching about you guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, but so they've been responsible for most of my programming, uh, certainly for my nutrition. And Tom is my actual doctor for via Wild Health. You know, so I've got kind of the best of both worlds here. But what I want you to envision is like the day to day when I'm there. Tom's in the gym. I can come over to him and go, hey, Tom, I hurt my hand yesterday. And he'll look at it for me and go, oh, yeah, you're fine. Quit bitching. Yeah. And, but he'll look at it. And I, and I know because he knows what he's saying, I am just bitching, right? Mm-hmm. And then I've got Jen who I can turn around and text if I have questions about food or if I'm worried about something. And she'll give me tips and, you know, we'll throw things back and forth. And then they're talking to me about my sleep patterns and how's that going and when am I going to bed and you know, when am I getting up? Am I getting early morning sun? You know, how much alcohol am I drinking, which I lie to them about. And then, <laughs> wait, um, wait, wait, sidebar. The early morning sun, this is a real thing because Matt true. Matt claims it's a real, real thing. And he's starting we'll to back to that first thing in the morning. Just table it. Yeah, don't yes. get me don't get me started <laughs> again. So that's that's a whole nother manifesto of mine. Early morning sun specifically? Yeah, Tom's the guy who's ripping his shirt off in the middle of the Ohio winter, walking around in the morning outside when it's 20 effing degrees outside, going early morning sun, take your meds. Like, that's what we'll take Hunter outside at 7 a.m. for early morning sun, like every day. And like, it's fucking cold out. What are you doing? And he's like, this is important for our circadian rhythm or whatever. I don't know. Yep, it's a real thing. So (laughs) we'll come back. I got to meet this guy. I know. You guys guys are very on the same page. I like him already. You know, and, and, you know, and then they went through all my nutrition, like literally throwing all my pre-workouts. I was so pissed, like through all my pre-workout, through all my protein powders out, like yes, everything I was using. Yeah, we very specific protein powders in my house too. Yeah. The ones that don't taste good. Yeah. <laughs> they they <laughs> all the good tasting food and put me in all the bad tasting stuff, but the kind of the combination of everything. You're really selling it here, John. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <that's good>. yeah. <laughs> but but here's the point is like, there was a cumulative effect 
of all of these little changes and having the accessibility all right there on my visits that made it truly invaluable. It added value that you couldn't get, you know, for the 150, 200 bucks a month you pay for a gym membership, you're not getting that. What everyone else is getting for that same thing is an hour of the day they can complain about the assault bike and they go home and maybe they hang out with their friends a little bit on the weekend after the workout. You know, this is more, you know, concerned about what's actually going on in your life. Like after you leave, are you getting sleep? Do you feel good? What are your aches and pains? Are those natural, not natural? Like what should you do? You know, and, and it's, it's that kind of life changing approach to connectivity to the members. I think that adds tremendous value to them. And, and so that's what I've been experiencing the last 90 days. So the, the point to all of that is like when this opportunity came up and I, you know, I'm a huge believer in fate. It was actually just kind of an accident. Uh, truthfully, um, I was, Jen and I were texting probably about my nutrition and, you know, things I shouldn't be eating. It was the workout. You wanted to know what the workout was on Saturday. And I was like, hold on. I'm, I can't deal with this right now. Well, first of all, the workout was probably terrible, but, uh, yeah. And she was late getting back to me and she's like, you know, we all text very quickly, you know, uh, which is good for me, but Jen didn't get back to me. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm dealing with a business banker. I don't, I can't deal with these guys. I don't know what the hell's going on in banking. And you know me, I'm like, well, if you only knew someone in banking, Jen, that could help you. If you only knew someone in banking. And, funny. Uh, yeah. turns out she was working on a business deal for the gym. And after we got to talking about it, I'm like, maybe we should talk further because this sounds like something I might be interested in. And then after she and I started talking, we brought Tom in and Tom's like, I think I'd be interested. And, yeah. you know, and you just kind of have one of those meetings where, I don't know, everything lines up as maybe the best way to put it. And, you know, you can, you know, again, I just I'm a big believer in fate, but I think we, it just kind of all came together at the right time. And, you know, for all three of us and made a lot of sense. Well, Jen, now I'm interested. I want to be an owner now. Everybody, all the cool kids are doing it. I'm the only one on this call who was not owning part of this gym, and I feel left out. Lame. Move to Cleveland. Applications. It's totally cool. Okay, perfect. Um, So I so it really sounds like you guys are like the next phase of this gym is like all all in wellness center type of thing where you're offering, you have all these services, you have nutrition, you've got this on-site doc, you've got John who's going to make memes about the gym 24 seven, like you've just got all this, this great like expertise, but I would love to know from your perspective, the three of you, how do you plan on managing 160 people who you can't, you can't have 160 people texting you 24 seven, asking you, Hey, what's the workout? What's my nutrition? Hey, Tom, can you look at my hand? Like that's just, it's just going to be tough. Like there has to be systems in place. And I'm, I'm so curious to know, cause I'm sure every gym owner listening to this is like, that's an amazing idea. How are you going to implement it? Well, they're all going to talk to Jen. She's in charge of complaints. <laughs> so if it, 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 you a have a box or people have to submit little cards 24 seven. Yeah, we'll figure yep. something like that out. I think um, just going off of kind of what John had said in terms of like synergy and the way that things kind of materialize and manifest and stuff. And and that's just been that's it's been a, a positive way to go about building things that feel really good. Um, and just looking at the past eight years, the stuff that's been successful has been maybe birthed out of necessity, but also things that just felt like it had the momentum to continue to grow down a path that made sense. So 
could I spit out the, you know, the systems of operations for all of those questions right now? No, but at the same time, you know, this is built on the feeling of here's what we know feels good and what works for our community. And we can look at the different types of groups and folks that are coming in um, from our adaptive athletes to, you know, um, our elder, you know, group of members that are here and the way that we're already touching them and the touch points that we have, not tactile, but like the way that we're like Mm -hmm. reaching them. Um, and, and those things have organically grown. Um, and so we can just keep building on that. And as it, as it lends itself to either, you know, additional resources or creating systems that work to, to keep, um, you know, supporting our community, like we've been doing that. So that will just be what we do. Um, you know, if the scope becomes bigger, greater then then we'll cross those bridges at that time. But you have a, and we have a terrific, uh, group of coaches that have been around for a while. You know, Jen has been the face and the spirit of this gym since 2015. Like that's not changing. That's the beauty of this is like, it's not a major change for the members. If anything, like I think Tom and I's place is to add value and to help Jen build it into the gym of her dreams. She's been the spirit of this gym the entire time. That doesn't change in the, in the, the slate of coaches that are terrific and like really amazing people. They're not changing. Like they're, still going to be there, still impacting people's lives day in and day out. And if we can add more value to their job and make their job easier and give them more resources and better equipment and, and uh, you know, just kind of build it out for them, the sky's the limit. So I don't cool. think any of that's going to be a kind of an immediate concern for us. I think the immediate concern for us is not wanting to do too much too soon. <laughs> ah, yes, you of know? course. Yeah. Big, big dreams. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would add to that, that, you know, everybody's journey is different right through this experience. And, you know, people see me in there working out every day. They come and talk to me. Other people probably don't even know know, who I am or that I'm a doctor. You know, people are going to ebb and flow out in different times and need different things at different spaces, you know? So I, I'm not really concerned about that at all. Um, And I'm used to managing, you know, chaos. That's something yeah. that I did as a you know director of a county ER for 15 years, you know, so that's not a big deal to me. Right. But, you know, the opportunity to provide value in the form of, you know, doing educational talks or, you know, identifying what topics people are interested in, you know, developing, you know, programs uh, or projects that, you know, develop interest and knowledge in the community that people can get excited about in various health and wellness areas like that, that gets me fired up. Like that's really what I love to do. And now to be able to do that with people that I consider family, uh, it's just, it's so exciting. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's truly the dream. I love that. That's so neat. So what is, what is your community like? Because John has told me sort of uh, like a little bit about the different types of classes that you offer and you've got different groups in the community. And Jen, you and I actually met mm-hmm. last year. It was, two uh, years I, think it was ago. I think it was two years ago. I think it was two years ago. Yeah. Cause it was um, like the first post COVID open yeah. um, that we did where you guys had done something um, covering just like open stories. And there was a whole slew of nurses um, at our gym that not only, um, we're doing the open at the time, but that also like continued 
honestly, to like pay for their memberships during COVID. And we're like hell bent on trying to, you know, keep the the gym and the spirit of the gym alive during the time where like, and, and Tom will speak to this too, right? Like how stressful that was being in healthcare in you know, mm-hmm. in the hospitals, in COVID tents and all that stuff where like they would get home and when we were closed, like be happy to see my YouTube video telling them what the workout was. And then as soon as we could open again, like just being glad to have some place to go that was not, the stressful, um, you know, setting that they were in. And, um, that's the story that you covered. So we do, our demographic is they're amazing. Um, but you know, we're moms and dads, um, and it's, it's not super transient. So there's a lot of people that were here the first month that we opened and eight years later, they are still here. Um, and so parts of their lives have changed and evolved. And that's part of the stuff we're working on. Um, Tom and I are working on in terms of understanding how, you know, life changes and progresses and how your fitness kind of has to go along with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're our, our, the biggest small town community that like, if you could picture it with the main street and like the big Christmas tree down in the village and like one mile run down the hill to like where the popcorn shop is, like literally that's where we are. It's, it's quite special. <laughs> yeah. And, and John, I know you were drawn in specifically because there are some like really special class offerings mm-hmm. and different community type groups that are welcomed at this gym as well. Right. Yeah, it's super exciting. I mean, that was one of the things I immediately fell in love with. They run a uh, class called CrossFit First, and it's an adaptive class. And I forget how many people are part of this class, Jen. It's like 20-something? Yeah, 20 we've had a cap at just um, – we've had a cap at right now. There's 15 um, adaptive athletes um, with a number of different, you know, um, skill sets and things, you know, that are specific to, like, their needs. But, um, yeah, we're at 15 right now. We're adding a second class oh. in 2023, so we'll yeah. be doubling that. Yeah, and they they rank their special needs range everything from Down syndrome to autism to deafness, uh, Tourette's, like you know it's kind of all over the board. And you know you just imagine, you know, being the parent of someone that has this need, thinking my kid's never going to have an athletic background, never going to be able to work out in a group with others, never be on a sports team, like all those things that we take for granted. You know, when your kids kind of grow up through school and they're running cross country and all that. And then you watch this group working out. And let me be the first to tell you, Jen puts these kids through a hard-ass workout. Like, <laughs> yeah, are, of course. it is not a joke. Like, it is real CrossFit. You know, it isn't like, it's not CrossFit light. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, some watered-down version of what we do. It's real CrossFit. And they're in there getting after it. And it, you have a hard time not crying watching these kids, like, just so happy for them. as they're in there smiling and laughing and joking around and and learning and and Jen's put together a, a group of coaches that are uh, all adaptive certified and all L1 coaches and, uh, you know, trained to do this. And it's it's really amazing. And so it's just one example of something that I think we'll be able to build out and show the community, you know, and the community at large what's possible. You know, and if others want to do it, great. If no one wants to do it, that's fine, too. But I think setting that example for others that maybe would be interested in that can make a really big impact on our entire community. Not to mention, you know, the incredible impact you can make on these families, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's really the important piece. Yeah, yeah. Nikki, I mean, I would add to that is I got had the opportunity to start working with this crew when I first moved to the area. So I've kind of grown at Chagrin Falls with them as they've developed, uh, you know, watch them do their first open uh, and then 
will have uh, competitions where their families get the opportunity to come and watch. And some of them haven't seen them train and compete and grow mm-hmm. um, in the box space. And to see the looks on their faces and what their kids are able to do, like I get choked up just talking about it, because it, it really is transformational, just their self-confidence, their, um, uh, how they carry themselves, uh, how they interact with other people. Um, you know, they're just like, it's the same for all of us, right? It CrossFit gives you the opportunity to do things that you never thought you would be able to do. And it doesn't matter what your issue is that applies to everybody. Right. And so it's just so gratifying to be able to share that experience with everyone in the community, right? It should be for everybody. This is like crazy because I feel like this time last year, John, you were like, I don't know. I think I'm just going to like work out in my basement forever. I'm like buying <laughs> equipment, like the twins shut down their gym and you're like, oh, I'll just take all your equipment and like build this epic ba- like basement garage type gym. And, and then like slowly, but surely you were like, oh, I'll just drop into some affiliates. And you're like, oh, I'm going to train for the gauntlet at this place. And like, now you own a gym. But yeah. what has happened? What has happened? I, I still have an amazing basement gym for you the You do. I know. I'm so jealous. But like, do you even want to work out in it anymore? I do. Well, first, Grand Falls is like 30 minutes from my house. So I'm still going to work out here some. I have to, um, you know, just because of time constraints. But yeah. Um, but no, I like, I get excited to walk in the gym. Like, it's fun. I've, I've kind of built a different relationship with this gym than anyone I've ever had because the workouts are so hard. I don't even think about it anymore. I just walk in like, all right, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't even complain anymore. It's just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Can't be any worse than that last thing we did. <laughs> and then it is so much worse. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, that was me today. You know, when you like, you and you push it too hard in a workout and it's like always all revealed where you're like, oh, I haven't been like eating right. And I definitely am not hydrated. Right. And when's the last time I had a full night's sleep and you're just like sitting on the <laughs> row or like contemplating all your life choices all at once. Life's decisions. That was me tonight for like 30 minutes after the workout. Matt was like, we like need to leave. And I was like, I can't, I think I still like, like just not good. I think what's, I think it was special here, Nikki, is this, the, the reason why you and I have such a good relationship is we're both OG CrossFitters. We've been around mm-hmm. since the beginning. We've been around since the early days when, you know, if you didn't puke during the workout, you just didn't work hard enough like that yeah. mindset. And Jen and Tom are exactly the same way. They're OGs mm-hmm. been around the whole time. And so we're all, you know, I, I jokingly said that the night we're all disciples of Glassman, mm-hmm. you know, like we, you know, we all believe in that message that, that he preached and, you know, is preaching obviously, because we know it works. We've seen it firsthand. We've seen the lives it's changed. It's changed our own family's lives, all three of us. I mean, Tom's dad's older than my dad in CrossFit. So I don't even have the no. old dad CrossFitting anymore. Like Tom's got the old dad CrossFitting. You know, <laughs> and it's just, it's amazing when you start thinking that you've, you've got, how old's your dad? He's like 96? 96. Yeah. Oh, 96. Get out. Yeah. Well, go that he's got competition because he's not going to like that very much. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, and, you know, but that's like you start thinking about that and you're like, man, what an impact mm-hmm. it's had on all of our lives. And I think that's why it's so exciting to me because we're, you know, we're kind of all cut from the same cloth. And Yeah. And it sounds like a lot of your members are too. Like that is very cool for me to hear, Jen, that like you've got people that have been with you for five, six, eight years. And now like when you need to evaluate how 
their lives have changed and how their lifestyles have changed, but how you can keep them coming back in like that just, it speaks volumes to me as someone who had a baby a a year ago, you know, like every, this season of my life is so different and it's really difficult to continue to come back to the gym and continue to have this as a very big part of my life. It takes a lot more effort than it used to. And having an environment to support that, like that, that will keep people and not every gym does a great job doing that. Um, I think that's, you know, that's so true. And in speaking with some of our members um, who are, are kind of entering different phases of their life and then how to tackle that and what does that mean in the gym versus outside of the gym, um, you know, and all of that, you know, one of them had said, I'm really grateful that I can have this conversation with you because I know if I was at such and such a gym and this was my coach, I would feel very uncomfortable talking about, you know, some of the phases of life that, you know, women in their fifties, you know, are going through and, and stuff like that. So, and I think, I think that that's part of making CrossFit accessible. Um, and it's not just to groups that need, you know, adaptations for any certain reason, but it's our regular members too, right. That have to continue to figure out ways to either deal with their deficits or what they have to work through. Um, and we should be able to provide an accessible resource for anybody that wants to come in and continue to like get better day after day. Um, and I think, cause we were all at the CrossFit games in um, August and there was like this, big vibe of like putting it back into the affiliate and like, where are the OGs and like, where, where, how does CrossFit keep surviving and keep going? And as much as it's going to be a throwback to like this OG vibe that we have, like it's about understanding that evolution does need to take place um, and being willing to evolve with not only the needs of like our community, but like we like CrossFit because we can come in and we stopped at handstand pushups yesterday, but we're better at it today. And like, maybe we didn't get a muscle up, but we're going to keep trying. And like, we keep working on the things that, that we either are terrible at, don't know how to do, but we're willing to keep growing. And that needs to be kind of, I think the philosophy behind affiliate owners that want to keep what they're doing successful and it's finding ways to grow. And like a year ago, I would not have thought that this is where any of I would be, we would be whatever, but here we are. Yeah, but like ways to grow without, I I don't know. I just feel like probably in your growth, Jen, it doesn't sound like you're um, scaling back your workouts. You know what I mean? It sounds like you're staying really true to to your vision for the type of gym that you want and still somehow making that accessible. I mean, that's going to keep people around. I think that's cool. Yeah. Her workouts are hard though, Jen. I've, uh, <laughs> I really think that he just wants, for a moment. Just wants yeah. to be an owner so that he can decide if a workout should be hard or not one day. I They're think all hard. No, no, no. I'm no. not changing. I'll say right up front. I want nothing to do with the programming. Nothing. That's your, that's your role. I, uh, I'll be happy to complain about it. If you want, if you want me to occasionally pick one, I'm happy to do so, but Jen's a master at programming. And I think that's special to each and every gym. Like yeah, I agree. every gym kind of has their own vibe. I think Chagrin Falls is different than Crooked River where I've been very happy. It's uh different than mentality where I was very happy and different than distinction where I was very happy. I think you can get something out of all of them, but I think that is unique to Chagrin Falls, the way that Jen programs and it's, it's different that. and it's difficult, but it's real tough. Well, it's look, it's, but it's CrossFit and people come in and they do hard things. That's what mm-hmm. CrossFit is. You come in and you do hard things. And, they, you know, I'm, this is not a, for the most part, and, you know, you guys tell me if you think I'm wrong, but I don't view this as this is an elite training gym where you have all these, you know, competitors coming in and trying to make the games. These are people my age, you know, in their 50s and 40s. And 
and people with young families. And I mean, I was there on Saturday and his family comes in and they pull out the big playpen and, yes, yeah, and they put you. it around their, put it around their little kid who's adorable. And then they got the yeah. second baby running around that they're trying yeah. to catch, you know, and that's what it's like, you know, and, yeah. and it's, and selfishly for me, that's, you know, you mentioned why I wanted to get out of the basement. That's why these are the cool. stories that, that you don't see working out at home. These yeah. are the experiences you don't see. I don't get to see these conversations that Jen's having with someone about their life changes that is going to make me better at podcasting and memes and should make me better at getting these stories out to the community so other affiliates can hear it and make a better impact to their families. And I think that's yeah. where the three of us can make a really big impact is you know, not only helping our local community, but getting it out to other communities and being an example for them. Yeah. I think that, I think that, that, that programming element of it is like the pulse of, of a CrossFit gym. It's like the total heart and soul. And I have, I have been coaching now for like 11 years. I'm old as hell at a whole bunch of different gyms all over the place. And I I've consistently found that the best affiliates with the best communities, like that, that energy starts with an owner or head programmer, whoever it may be, who's really putting blood, sweat, and tears into the most effective program possible. So you can go a whole bunch of different ways. And that's, by the way, that's not to shit on affiliates that like buy a program model from anyone else, because those people are also pouring blood, sweat, and tears into that program that is now available for purchase. And I think that's wonderful, but I just, in general, like you can tell a really excellent gym a really standout gym sometimes by that programming and by the person who who puts it all in for it so I agree and I think that adding the two of you guys into the mix now is like elevating the entire atmosphere you know just like radiating from that initial pulse which is just so cool it's so epic this is gonna be so epic yeah I do want to say Nikki that you know there's a method to that madness and the difficulty and that Mm -hmm. you know from the health standpoint, it is extremely important that we continue to do hard things mm, yeah. for all of us. And we can go into you know the specifics of why that is hormonally, um, you know, from a neurotransmitter standpoint, from a physical adaptation standpoint, from mitigating loss of lean body mass, like all of these things are vital, right? Uh, and doing it in community also. Um, you know, with, you know, what all of us have been through, you know, in the past three to four years where we've lost a lot of that human connection, mm, yeah. you know, the, the impact of what happens, you know, neurochemically just with oxytocin itself and your drive uh, and your mood and the changes that makes on you emotionally and your overall health is, um, you know, it's invaluable and you can't replace that in any other way. And so, Having a place where you can do hard things with other individuals in a group setting is a unique healthcare intervention. We never talk about that stuff. We're always just like, yeah, muscle mass helps bone (laughs) density or whatever. Like no one ever talks about the real life health benefits of like the mental state you're in when you're working out or around other people or, you know, proud of yourself because you've accomplished something and what that does to your physical body. Like we never talk about that stuff. I got to tell the story really quick because it's very pertinent to this. We had an insane workout today, of course. And the, the end of it was a, a 50 cal assault bike sprint with a break no. and then a 70 cal 
sprint after that. And I literally, I fell off the bike and I was literally giggling on the ground because I had so much dopamine. I was like laughing to myself because I was so spent and fried. But I was like, this is amazing. It was like, yeah. I, you know, I felt so good and you can't, there's no other way that you can do that healthfully <laughs> and have it be beneficial um, than by doing it in that setting. So it's just, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a great thing. And I think CrossFit has been a lifesaver for me on two occasions when you were calling community. One of them, I was a new mom um, and I was not an affiliate donor and I barely coached. And it was like, I, you know, postpartum anxiety and Girl. like body image. And you're not like that, that whole like mental realm and like literally CrossFit saved my life, my mental health at that standpoint, like redirected goal. Like it just like was it, I don't even know what would have been right if it wasn't mm -hmm. there. And then coming out of COVID and I owned an affiliate at that point. And like, was I absolutely terrified of what was going to happen? Like during that shutdown, this, that, whatever, that's fine. But like, I don't know what would have happened. It wouldn't have mattered what my job was if I didn't have a community that there was some connection to something outside of the walls of my house. I don't know what would have happened. So you know, you don't, you don't know what holes you can go down if you, you know, when you've had a community that has lifted you up so much. And, um, we were talking, I think we were talking last week with Dave, maybe, um, like people, I think struggle to actually understand what community means these days because we're so disjointed in so many capacities in so many different ways. So once you expose that true feeling of what that, that can physically happen right to your body. It's just, that's where, that's where it is. Like, that's where the magic is. Yeah. That's great. I totally, I totally agree. Those are tough times. And here we are, like we have each other, you guys have this community, you have this gym. That's like so special. Yeah. So the, the short windup is the workouts are not getting easier. So anyone right, 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 right. the gym, they're not going to get easier. Jen's still in charge. So <laughs> just deal with it Stokes I want to plan a trip come out and see yeah. you guys it'll be really fun love to have you you want to leave before Sunday because those are the worst workouts <laughs> Ooh, really yes Ooh. yes the Sunday workouts are particularly grueling you They're have a big crew that comes in on Sunday I feel like Sunday is the day most people rest um it depends on some clothes yeah. I mean, you know, I think, I think the fun part is that, you know, there's opportunity to make the most of, of what you will. Um, and in John's case, he's changing or training for the gauntlet. So those really long workouts are kind of imperative for his preparation. That's not necessarily necessary for everybody. Um, so just, you know, depend on goals and things like that, but they're fun. <laughs> you mean I don't, I don't have to be there? Is that what you're telling me? Now you're telling me that I don't have to be there? <laughs> you know, have to be. I've been showing oh. up every week because I thought I had to be there. We actually have one tomorrow, right, John? Yes, we do. Yeah, mm -hmm. these are these workouts are a good example though of of what we're talking about here, Nikki. Between you know Tom saying do you know do hard things, yeah, and kind of the combination of you know the nutrition coaching that these two have been giving me, like you know, they started putting me through these hour long workouts. And instead of just going, how was it? All right, go home, get better. It was like, all right, when did you hit the wall mm -hmm. and logging that and going, all right, next week, you know, next time we do this, eat this beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I would eat that and I go, did you hit the wall at the same time? No. Great. Let's do that again. Now let's add in this. And we start picking away at it until, and so now like I've gotten to the point now I, I did a workout at home uh, yesterday, actually, it was 
for what I tell you guys, it was 45 minutes, something like that. Was and, that the C2 uh, bike and burpee one? Is that what yeah, you Yeah. You know, bike and burpees was 45 minutes long. I knew exactly how to fuel before I ever walked into the basement. I knew how long it should take and I knew exactly what to eat. Never hit the wall. Felt great the whole time. Plenty of energy because we've picked that apart so many times. That's one less thing for me to worry about. There's so much control and power in that as an athlete and, and anxiety that's released. Like you don't yeah. worry about the workout anymore. You just go, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to suck. I'm going to go do it. But you don't worry about it. You don't have anxiety. You're not feeling that post-workout depression when things don't go well, you're just like, yeah. all right, I'll eat more next time or I'll change something I ate or I'll fix this, whatever this may be, you know? And, and that's really the power behind all this is like, you know, having a team that you can go to and, and giving them feedback and them giving you ideas of things you can work on that are bigger than just, well, you need to get better at burpees. Yeah. 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 And, and, and- this to is Tom's something point that, earlier, I was going to say, Tom, this is exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. Like having that, having that mental strength, it does translate to overall physical health. Yeah. I mean, I think the the cool thing about this, John, is that, you know, you, you had buy-in and you gave us the benefit of the doubt because the, the, like the secret sauce here is, is that small incremental change over time yields really big results in a relatively short period of time in the grand scheme of things, you know, in, you know, four, six months, 12 months, if you get subtly better, you know, one, two, 3% better on a regular basis, you're going to be a very different person in whatever domains you're focusing on. Right. But we gotten so used to as a society, instant gratification or having something that flips the switch and the next day, things are completely different or, you know, we're, we're trained mentally that, oh, this subtle thing can't make that big of an impact. That didn't feel completely different, um, that we don't stick with it. Right. Um, and so, you know, having trust and faith in the methodology and in the team that you're working with, uh, and giving things the appropriate time to develop and change, um, over the, the appropriate course, um, has really yielded big results for you. Yeah. Like I'm, I am so pumped at where you're at and what you've accomplished in a really short amount of time. Um, like it's, it's pretty impressive, bro. It really is. Yeah. Here's the downside, Nikki. I've become a Stepford wife. And let me explain <laughs> that is the, the other day we're in the gym and Tom comes up to me right before we're literally about to start the workout. And he hands me this little cup with clear liquid. He's like, drink this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even question it. I didn't ask what it was. I just, just drank it. I'm like, oh, that tasted terrible. He's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it tastes terrible. And I'm like, are you going to tell me what it was? Did <laughs> <laughs> you just roofie me? Like, what's going, what's going on here? You know, what was it? I don't well, know. I mean, these are really long workouts, right? So we experiment with different fueling strategies, um, you know, both, you know, for aerobic and anaerobic. But when you're getting into long grinders, then you can think about, you know, utilizing exogenous ketones and other ways to tap into other fueling resources so that you're not bonking. Right. So we, we toy around with, with different things to find the, the optimal balance for folks who we're working with. Yeah. You're still not telling me what it was. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool. Drink the cool. Come up and visit Nikki. We'll give you some. Yeah. I'm scared. I don't, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Endurable. Have you heard of this? Yeah, right, right. I was going to say, it's like, you guys, you're giving them like, like straight cocaine, right? Yeah. That's, that's what's happening. Oh. Yeah, it was Coca-Cola. Glassman is going to shit his pants. Uh, <laughs> Watch like at Rogue when they did the strongman stuff, how they all like do like the smelling salt. Yes, right before. Yes, yes, yes. There, there's no, like, I, what is happening in your body when that happens? <laughs> it's just, 
I mean, it's all about flipping the sympathetic switch, right? So, you know, whatever you need to, to get in the zone. Um, and yeah, that, that, that can do it for you. Sure. But like, aren't you one step away from snorting Coke? Like that's just, I don't (laughs) understand. It gives you superhuman strength. What is it? I don't know what it is. This this discussion isn't going anywhere good, so I'm not going to leave that alone. My, my whole point in the story is that when you build this relationship with your coaches, and that's where I think you know this could be a great model for other gyms. If you build this type of relationship with your coaches, and not one of obedience, but where you trust them so yeah. much, if they said drink this and you didn't even <laughs> question it, maybe I'm just a dumbass, but but the reality is like I trust them. I trust Tom so much with my nutrition. I knew it wasn't. A, going to be bad for me i knew he had my best intention in mind and so i'm like all right i'll try it now he knew what it was we had talked about it for a long time (laughs) he knew what it was that i don't listen that close walking around the box handing out unmarked potions to people (laughs) yeah what's going on here people that makes that would actually make me want to come to this backtrack on that like yes mystery potions for every member i I just think it's the you know it's the it was a proof point though of of a long relationship built over time and trust of trying things that worked and didn't work but continuing to work together to get to that that got us to that point they tasted terrible by the way and it didn't help my workout at all but (laughs) that was a a rough day though that's yeah it it was a particularly rough day And I will say, I mean, this isn't, it isn't blind faith, right? But it's, it's trust and verify, you know, so you develop relationships with people and you move forward based on, you know, how those relationships go, you know, and that's how we should, you know, (laughs) all move forward. Right. And this is no different. You know, we all come from different places. And I think that's why the bonds that, that happen in community in this capacity or in this atmosphere, you know, could be said in a number of different ways. We're in places that you can find community, right? And it's like on some level, there's some sort of like-mindedness here, right? And you might be coming from different places or you might be wanting to go to different places, but there's some, that commonality, right? That basis of community. And so that's a great place to start building trust. And as, as adults, you know, we don't, we don't get that opportunity very mm-hmm. often, um, to, to find people, um, connect with. And so that's it. That's our story, Nikki. I'm so stoked for you guys. It's going to be great. Come to Cleveland, come visit. I'm coming. We're going to do it. We're going to make it happen. We got a place for you to stay. You guys can stay here. Meg's room's open because she's off at college. uh, We'll go, we'll go work out. Okay. That sounds awesome. I'm totally down. Matter of fact, I'll bring the magic potion. Yeah. (laughs) I already had had Danny talked into coming. So Danny's going to come too. So we'll bring you both down. We'll have some fun. Perfect. It'll be good. That's awesome. Well, I'll have to bring um, your favorite little man who you love more than me. We should should bring her down for the, we have a competition going on in February. We should bring Nikki down for that. Oh, fun. fun. Yeah. 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 What's the comp? I'm not competing. I'm not in competition shape. Uh, It's Um, actually in January. Oh, is it? That's right. Yeah. It's a week after Wadapalooza. Oh, it's too close. Too close to Wadapalooza. Yeah. We'll do more. Let me more times. I'm not competing in it either, forever that's worth. (laughs) Be like, remember how I like wanted to vomit after tonight's workout? I will be I know it's it's a week after Wadapalooza. I'll be lucky to be able to walk. Like (laughs) No, you'll be like, you'll do you get do you get a uh, I'm not asking you actually, now I'm asking your coaches. Does John get like a period of time after the gauntlet where he gets to like totally eat pizza and donuts and drink and like recover. Yes. Listen, John can do whatever he wants. Yeah. The and question is, what do you want to? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's John. 
He can do whatever he wants. We're going our happy hour. You guys are going to be there. Look, these two can slam tequila with the best of them, Nikki. So don't let them sit there and act all innocent. But, but I will tell you, like you, once you start like really doing this and building this kind of relationship, that's why I'm sitting here drinking this non-alcoholic beer tonight. Like you don't really want to anymore. Right. You want to like. I've seen so much progress in 90 days. I'm like, what would a year look like? What would two Mm -hmm. years look like? What would five years look like? You know, like what would that do to my body? Like I'm stronger now and and leaner at 52 than I was at 42 and 45 in a really short period of time. And I'm absolutely fitter. Like I, I did, um, fight gone bad the other night. I got 349 reps. That was a 38 rep PR from four years ago when I was training with Scott Panchak. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just like you get those kind of results that quickly you just want to see where it can take you. So, yeah, I'm going to eat some pizza and some stuff in Wadapalooza, and I'm going to have a few drinks, and I'm going to be back here the following Monday on it. meal prepping. And the open coming up, you know. And the open's I, coming up. No, you know? I think that's great. And actually, I would love to have you guys back on at some point just to talk about the nutrition program that you run because – um, I do think that it's important to talk about like real lifestyle changes. I mean, yes, if you have a very specific goal, like a competition or something in mind that you need, you know, you, you're setting some sort of like aesthetic goal point or goal post for, I get it. But like, I do understand that the real effective change comes from like a, a lifestyle learning. And I am curious to know a little bit more from your perspective on how you can incorporate balance that yeah. good lifestyle learning but also balance where like outside of once 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 water blues is over like is john are you going to be back on this like 24 7 or like five days a week and then you get to like hang out and do whatever on the weekends and like what does that do to performance like i just think that people myself included have a little bit of a difficult time either going all in or going way off the wagon. And like that balance is really hard to find. Um, and so that's, that was, have you guys back on? Cause that's, yeah. Yeah, that's something I that that we could talk about for two hours on, on its yeah, own. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that sure. would be great. I, I make the joke all the time that people think they're coming to work with us a lot of times just about nutrition. And that's usually what we spend the least time talking about. Really. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, sleep optimization, how you build those foundational pillars, you know, getting your morning sun, right. um, all of those things, because they, they really are, there's a, a cumulative effect that when you start to stack all of those things together, because each of them in isolation, you know, are important, but wow, once you really start to get them dialed in, what you're able to achieve in the box, like it's really logarithmic, right? And that's, yeah. that's the idea, right? Yeah. We need that. Braziers need that. We'll be calling you. <laughs> the whole sleep thing, that's, uh, yeah. It's super hard. It's, that's, it's, yeah. you know, especially with young kids and jobs and things and stresses mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it's not, you know, you can't flip a switch on all of the things you need to work on. And so that's why strategizing what needs to be mitigated first and what, changes you can make that will be sustainable while you deal with some of the other more, you know, varied components of your life. Like there's a little bit of balance in there. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's conversations really. It's what Tom said earlier, you know, you have to be able to have these conversations with people to really understand how you need to craft 
the first few steps that they need to take and you really can't do it in five seconds, you know, in and out of a fast appointment or flying out the door after, you know, your 60 minute CrossFit class or when you're dying on the ground, you know, not breathing after sprinting 70 calories on the assault bike. Like you just need time to, to build relationships with people. Yeah. Agreed. Good stuff. Um, well, we're super excited. So if anyone's in the Cleveland area, come out to Screen Falls CrossFit. We'd love to have you. Yep. Yep. Any anytime, ask for Jen. She'll take your complaint. Not me. <laughs> we'll give you the box and the yeah. note to write. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. All right. Well, Nikki, thanks for uh, letting us break yeah, the news. Thank you. I love it. I'm so mm-hmm. stoked for you guys. Hosting yeah. with questions. I'm not, I'm not sure you've ever actually interviewed me before. So. I know. I liked it. It was nice. It was fun. I'm glad I got to be here for, you know, all this whole thing. So. I don't know. It felt weird. Anyway. It was weird, like kissing your sister. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's never do this again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this is fun, guys. I will see you guys tomorrow for the workout. Yep. For uh, for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining tonight, and we will chat with you guys soon.